you like retro video games, then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micers podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. We also want to shout out our other fine patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond, Derek Shirley, Kathy Gutierrez-Figueroa, Old Rob himself, Robbie Hennig, and I am the Rampage. Let's do it. thing it is time for the open micers podcast my name is jason robbins i'm jacob craig and we're coming at you on labor day how dare we labor on this day jason robbins i don't know we're supposed to be taking it easy and we're recording multiple episodes today i think yeah i mean might as well did you did did you at least get the day off of work yeah i got the day off spent it doing stuff but you know what all did you do today um, I went and had a dynasty buffet and <laughs> went grocery shopping, um, uh, went to Goodwill. And well, that's I, not doing stuff. That's fun stuff. I, I got upset at Goodwill because I'm a video game collector, like retro games. I found some cool PS2 games I was going to pick up and it was like the Scooby-Doo game and Need for Speed and neither of them had the right uh, CD in them. So I'm oh. like, well... That sucks. I would have bought these. Yeah, you would think that people at Goodwill would have the common sense to like open it and see if it's the fucking thing the case says. <laughs> yeah, at least but... look at it before you charge $4 for it. Yeah. Or just give it straight to the homeless. Yeah, you know, they have <laughs> just PS2s. Just cut the middleman. Get... Yeah, they have PS2s under the bridge. I'm sure they're playing Need for Speed <laughs> under there. Dude, being homeless sounds great. Just out there doing land parties <laughs> on PS2. Yeah, they can't afford the internet. They got to do the land parties. Right. If someone watches your screen, you can just cut them with a rusty can opener. <laughs> <laughs> being homeless is fucking dope, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is homeless guy. Like, there's a homeless population in Ocean Springs now. And oh, yeah. behind um, the Rouse's supermarket, uh, they, I guess they were a couple months ago. They were back there, like clearing it out because they're uh, putting in some like new buildings and stuff. And they found mm-hmm. like a whole homeless village back in the woods behind. Oh, there. dude! I'm about to blow your mind, Jason Robbins. Mm-hmm. So this was a few a few years ago. I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast before. I don't think I have. But a few years ago, I was eating at McDonald's with my girlfriend. And, uh, like, during my meal, ironically, my blood sugar went low. Like, I checked my blood sugar with my meter, and it was low. And it it was, like, a bad one, so I, like, I could barely stand. So I was like, hey, can you, like, come with me up here and, like, help me order? Because I can, like, barely stand up right now. And so we left our table, ordered some ice cream. So I come back to the table with a McFlurry, Hmm. and my black meter bag is gone. And I noticed in my peripheral vision, some, some guy come in walking really fast with a backpack and then just like exiting out the back door. And I was like, huh, that was weird. Turns out that was a homeless guy. 
who came in the front door, walked through, stole my black meter bag, and just walked back out of the McDonald's and fucking disappeared into thin air. Jesus. Because like 10 minutes later, I went outside looking for that motherfucker, <laughs> drove around Ocean <laughs> Springs for a little bit before I called the cops to see if I could just kick his ass and get my shit back. <laughs> and then we ended up having to call the police. And as I was talking to the cop, he, he knew exactly who I was talking about. He's like, yeah, he, he like goes through the trash cans over there at the Circle K sometimes. And uh, he lives in the woods back here by these McDonald's with the, with the rest of the homeless people. I yeah, was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, I could see uh, not too long ago you, over by uh, where the Rouses is and um, like nobody knows where this shit is. I'm talking like people listening know where this stuff is, but like behind the subway, yeah. you could like look into the woods and see like tents and stuff like yeah. people living back there. And now that they don't have the homeless village, they're everywhere. They're just like on the corners begging for money. They're like hanging out in front of the in front of all the stores, like walking around everywhere. And I'm like, man, we need to have some sort of like homeless place near here so we can have some people off the streets. That'd be nice. We definitely need a homeless shelter. But you've noticed that they're mostly in front of that McDonald's and Walmart, right? Oh, yeah. They're always there, always begging and- for money. And that's because they have another little village that's behind the McDonald's that they use like wooden boards to cross like this little like ditch river that runs through there, I guess. If you live in Mississippi, you know about a ditch river. Oh, like, yeah, it's we a got ditch, ditch just full of fucking water. That's all we have is ditch rivers. <laughs> yeah. Ditch river, name of the episode. Um, <laughs> make a note of that. <laughs> but yeah, they just they lay planks across these ditch rivers to fucking get like way back there and apparently it's so dangerous the police will not even go back there really the cop yeah dude the cop was like yeah i know where he lives but i just for my personal safety i can't go back there and get it for you because they will swarm the fucking police if they come back there what <laughs> it's so insane dude that's insane like, it, it, it's apparently a population so large that the police cannot dare enter their fucking domain or they'll have to answer three riddles for their lives. <laughs> like, it was crazy. So he had to just, he, he posted, he got my shit back for me, the cop did. He, he just like posted up at the Circle K for a little bit and found the guy and, and was like, hey, give me that fucking black bag back. And he's like, okay. <laughs> that's just- yeah, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't want people to think we're like making fun of uh, homeless people. I'm not. Like, I, I have empathy for homeless people, but there just seems to be like a, a lot lately. A lot more than there used to be. Yeah, and I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just because our state's so poor. But, like, there's a thing for a while, too. So the city of Ocean Springs, I don't know if they stopped doing this or not. They, like, mandated their police to where if they see a homeless person, like, wandering, they're supposed to pick them up and drive them to Van Cleve and drop them off. <laughs> so for a while just like at the entrance of Bankley we would have just a bunch of homeless people not knowing what the fuck to do and where the fuck they are because a cop just picked them up and dumped them into a worse place wow <laughs> it's like at least you have a hope in Ocean Springs like someone in a salt life shirt will give you 20 bucks for a pair of shoes but here in Bankley dude 
you're as poor as everyone else. Like, yeah, I'm, you get dropped I'm, off in Van Cleef. Somebody's going to kill you for, like, moving in on their meth territory. Dude, I'm one medical bill away from being homeless. Like, you're not going to get anything from us, dude. Like, you, we're, we're better off moving out of our houses and joining you. Yeah, that, that for people that don't live along the Gulf Coast or live in anywhere near Mississippi, I, I don't know. How, I mean, I've been all around the United States, so I don't know if it's like this everywhere else. But you'll have like the center of town, like you've got Ocean Springs, Biloxi, Gulfport. They're all next to one another along the coast. So there's like there's rarely any like open space between them. They're just like t- town to town to town, you know, but yeah. you go north. And, like, as soon as you hit, like, the there's, there's like, the interstate, I-10, that runs through South Mississippi along the Gulf Coast. Anything above that is just wilderness territory. Like, you don't have any need to go up that way for anything. And it's all, no. like, poor people and meth labs. Like, you just don't go up there. Yeah, like, I could get a job two towns over in, in Moss Point or D'Iberville and drive only 20 minutes. But you start getting into North Mississippi, and it's like, you better watch your gas tank. Because if you run out of gas, you're fucking 10 miles away from the nearest gas yeah, station. Yeah, no shit. Unless you're on, like, a main road. If you're on, like, back roads, you're screwed if you run out of gas. Yeah, I have some cousins that live in North Mississippi. And I swear to God, like, the only place they have to eat up there is a wards. Just in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. They have a wards, and I, I don't know if you know if they have a gas station. Like... <laughs> Dude, like we went uh, in Falls from Grace. We had a show uh, years ago, probably about 2012, roughly around there. We were playing a lot of shows in different states and like going up to like Little Rock. Yeah. And I think we had some shows in Little Rock, Arkansas, and some places around there. And then half of us were headed back and we had some techs with us and some, uh, we, of course, we had our roadie a couple of roadies that were taking turns driving and stuff. And, and me and a couple other people uh, were bringing the equipment back with us, with the roadies and everything. So we had uh, my friend Malcolm, who was my drum tech for that, for that little stint. He's like a six foot eight black guy with dreads. He's like 300 pounds. And then you've got uh, a couple other people that are just like, just rocker looking dudes, like covered in tattoos, yeah. like the, the, that type of people. And we go to, we wanted to visit the crossroads. Do you know what the crossroads is? No. It's where uh, supposedly Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil in order oh. to be able to play guitar. And, and Robert Johnson's like a legendary blues guitarist who is basically the basis for rock and roll. Like his whole persona of like, you know, made the deal with the devil. And he came out with this like weird guitar style that nobody could ever mimic like he could play like three people at the same time and like it's a really cool story if you go just dig into that and so but the story goes is he was at the crossroads and there is this barbecue joint it's this just small little town in north mississippi and at the crossroads you know there's like it's like a modern day four-way stop now there's like a walgreens on one corner gas station on the other and That's the devil's Walgreens. The place that he was supposedly <laughs> sitting at was this barbecue joint. And supposedly he was like sitting and they even have a, like a plaque on the wall that said like here, Robert Johnson was here when he waited for the, uh, the devil to show up and he was sitting outside on like a milk crate 
eating one of our barbecue sandwiches and drinking a Barks root beer or something like that when the devil showed up. That And that's how they kind of, like, get people, like, stupid tourists like us in there. So we went in to eat, and it was, like, five of us. You know, we're all just, like, grungy rock dudes that just walked in. Not only that, but, uh, like, an almost seven-foot-tall black guy with dreadlocks down to his ass. Like, he's the only black guy in, like, you know, a 50-mile radius of this yeah. town. Like, enough to notice. <laughs> and we walk into this barbecue place, and I swear to God, it was like a movie. Like, we walked in, and you could actually audibly hear a record scratch. And, like, every head in the place turned to look at us. Like, we, I never felt so alien in my life. Yeah. But we ate. It was good food. And they were nice <laughs> to us. <laughs> so so my question is like what do you do when you're just eating a barbecue sandwich and drinking a root beer and the devil shows up like do you offer him some i don't know like well i guess the only thing the devil wants is your soul but does the devil eat like if could you get could you offer him a, a barbecue sandwich instead of your soul for something like what would you get for a barbecue sandwich i mean me personally i feel like my soul pretty much would taste like a barbecue sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he would be good with me either way. <laughs> so you, you can take my barbecue sandwich soul and I'll go and get you some French fries from inside just to complete maybe, the whole meal. Maybe we should go to the crossroads and wait for the devil and, and ask him, like, what do we get? I don't, I don't want to give you my soul because that's like, the thing is, if you sell your soul to the devil, like, you'll get the fame and the fortune, but you'll also have, like, equal bad shit happen to you. Like, it's yeah. a price Or you'll die in, like, five years. Yeah, well, that's what happened to Robert Johnson. Like, he was dead within, like, three years or something like that. Yeah. Had, like, a horrible life, even though he was famous. Um, but I was, I'm, I'm wondering, like, if we wait for the devil and offer him a barbecue sandwich and a root beer, like, what do we get for that? I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's at least brownie points for when we get down there. <laughs> it's like, yo, my dude. <laughs> I mean, what else would the work? devil want? Like some lotion? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he probably is ashy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jason, you, you revealed to me uh, a, a, a discovery about yourself that you've made lately. Uh-huh. And a text message. Would you like to tell the people what it is that you that you've possibly potentially discovered? What did I do? I, I don't know what you're talking about. You texted me this the other day. Hold on, let me here. Let me go back through our text messages. Dick pick, dick pick, dick pick, <laughs> dick pick. Oh, here it is. I just took an autism quiz, and it says I have a third of the symptoms. I may be on the spectrum. And then I wrote, I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to leave that part out for your sake. <laughs> I so do, do like you, trains, though. That's not a lie. So do you do you potentially think that, that you're on the spectrum? I've always kind of thought I was because I've always had, like, social anxiety. And I like to be alone a lot. Like, like I like to be by myself and just do weird things like organize my video games and uh, you know, I get real OCD about certain things like cleaning my video games or, you know, my music or like CDs and stuff like that. Like I'll get in these like zones by myself where I'll just like spend hours like just doing 
hyper focused stuff. And and like I said, I've all I have always been like socially awkward. Like I'm always sticking my foot in my mouth. I'm always weird around people. Like I never know what to say in certain yeah. situations. Like when people get really emotional around me, I'm just like, uh, you want some toast or something? <laughs> I don't know how to act. <laughs> so what what kind of quiz did you take? Uh, well, I just typed in Google like. Uh, how do you, oh no! How do well, you I thought know, this was legit. How, how do you know if you're on the spectrum? And like, I took to this like uh, place that gave me a quiz. It was like thirty questions I had to answer. Okay, so I, I feel like I should take the same quiz and see what happens. I don't know which one it was. I took just Google autism test, or so. I don't even remember what I googled. Hold on, maybe it's autism still in my test. Google. Let's see. Online test for adult autism. Clinical partners. Oh, I put in how to tell if you are neurodivergent. Okay. How to tell if you are neurodivergent. Um, Neurotypical, all you need to know, and more helpline. I don't know if you're neurodivergent and what to do next. Free online neurodivergent tests and quizzes. Exceptional individual. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Okay, we'll take that one. We got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. That's right. B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by game. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel flavored roast. Or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. Because we had this, um, okay, ADHD test, Asperger's test, autism test. So I'll take the autism test. Because I had this close call a few months ago and I asked our, um, our doctor friend, Dr. Benarsi. Yeah. If if he thinks I could possibly be autistic, and he said no, more likely brain damage. But I would like to see because if either of us is autistic, like you would guess, it would be me, right? I, probably. I mean, we're you're you're way more socially uh, adept than I am. That's true. Um, yeah, it, it's weird though because like in certain situations i'm 100 the life of the party if i'm comfortable but like so like in high school right like i would have two classes where i was the class fucking clown and everyone was laughing their asses off at me and then i would have two classes where i just sat quietly in the back because i just didn't know anybody and i was out of my comfort zone and i just wanted to do math and fucking kill myself i don't know <laughs> what else do you do in school <laughs> Let's see. I prefer to do things with others rather than on my own. Definitely disagree. I'm a fucking loner for sure. Yeah, that's my biggest thing is I like to be alone a lot. Like just being around people stresses me out. Yeah, and and I'm the kind of person too where it's like I'm just so introverted. Like, Like I have enough going on in my head where I don't need outside stimulus that much. Yeah. Because I can just like I mean, uh, that's why I love writing so much, because I can just write and create my own little world 
and I don't have to fucking put, I don't need anyone's input about it. It's just, this is mine. I don't even have to share it with anybody. Yeah. I can just like vent all of my thoughts. And when yeah. I am I mean, around just... people, I feel like I, uh, I repeat myself a lot when I'm in groups of people. Cause I feel like there's like a lull in the conversation. It's like, it's very awkward and I don't, I can't handle it. So I'm like always repeating myself about stuff mm-hmm. and I don't like that about myself. Yeah, I've noticed that about you too. I, I just I just thought that that was like an what do you call it? Uh, like a nervous an excen- or... <laughs> an eccentricity. Is that a word? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, an eccentricity. Just like that's just like something that you do. Like I didn't think it was weird. Oh, well, I was like, yeah, that's just the person that Jason. I mean, is. if it's not weird, then <laughs> I've always thought that was weird about myself. I know that I do it, but I can't stop. Yeah, which I'm very accepting of people, too. Like, I mean, there's not a lot of pe- that people can say to me that'll make me think they're fucking weird. <laughs> as long as I like them, at least. <laughs> I am fascinated by dates. I don't give a fuck about dates. What the fuck? In a social group, I can easily keep track of several different people's conversations. Um, slightly disagree. Oh, hell no. I'm so scatterbrained. I'm I'm the kind of person where if I have my own input, I can definitely like lend it, but I will just be quiet in a circle of people and just listen to what's going on and just kind of observe and jump in when I can. See, I tend to notice details that others do not. I definitely agree with that. I would rather go to a library than a party. Nah, dude, let's get drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I find making up stories easy. Do it all the time. Find myself drawn more strongly to people than things. Definitely agree. I don't think I'm autistic. This is looking pretty good for me. I'm way more attached to things. See, and recently I've had to let just a lot of things go. Like just a lot of collectibles, a lot of people. (laughs) I quit my job in the middle of a recession, which is not a good thing for me to have done, apparently. Yeah, well, I have huge problems with change of any kind. Mm. Like, it sends me into a down... Change of any kind sends me into a downward spiral. Yeah, that's definitely autism shit. Because I have... Like, every day is almost the same for me. Like, my routines, things like that, a lot of time, like, the things I fix for lunch, the, the way I do things at work, like, it's almost like I live in Groundhog Day. Yeah, I would go crazy if I did that, to be honest. Like, I, I need to have something be different. Because that's the only way I can sleep at night, is by telling myself, tomorrow will be a little different, at least. <laughs> I mean, I'm always looking for the next day to be better. Like, I'm always, I'm excited when good things happen. But if, like, something bad happens, that can spiral me out. Well, I will say, like, if you spring something on me, my girlfriend does this all the time. I don't like time. to have stuff sprung on me at all. No. Like, not, I am not that person you spring something on. No, me neither, usually. Like, we'll wake up and, and she'll be like, oh, I have to do this. I have to go do this today, and you have to come with me. Yeah, I'm I like, will. well, where was this yesterday? <laughs> yeah, like, why exactly. can't you tell me this yesterday? But I, I will say I only need about... 10 minutes to wrap my head around what's going to happen and adjust to it. And then I'm fine. Yeah. 
but I hate having stuff sprung on me. Like, seriously, this is a thing we have to fucking do now? Yeah, I'm that I'm that way, too, all the time. <laughs> the only change I like is if you wake me up and say, hey, we're going to, we're, you're going on an all, unless you're going to tell me I'm going on an all-expense-paid trip to Disney World, I don't want change. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, I'm not the kind of person that I can just pick up and go. Yeah. Like, I need to plan even if it seems like it doesn't matter, even if it's just running down the road to get something, like I need to plan for it. Yeah. Because I that's something I do do. I I love planning. And you definitely know that for me booking this podcast because I have like three <laughs> months booked in advance. I fucking love plans. Yeah. See, I know how to tell if someone listening to me is getting bored. Definitely disagree. I, I could not fucking tell you. What'd you say? I got bored. <laughs> yeah i find it easy to do more than one thing at a time definitely when i talk on the phone i'm not sure when it's my turn to speak i have that problem all the time i do not like talking on the phone i would rather i i would rather stick a, a butter knife through my hand than have to be on a phone call with someone it's just pointless now like you just don't have to call anybody yeah. even if it's in a professional setting dude like sending a text to your phone is so much more logical because I can just look at that whenever you can't say, oh, I missed your text. <laughs> like, you can miss a phone call. You know what sends me into an anxiety riddled uh, event <laughs> is What's when that? I get a text that says something like, are you busy? That will. Oh. I'm just like, what is about to happen? Yeah. Why? Why do you need to know if I'm busy? <laughs> yeah, like, to, why? What do you have planned? Yeah, I, I do hate it, like, ambiguous texting. Yeah. Tell like, me, hey, can we talk? Tell me what you want before you say something like that. Right, because my, my brain just instantly goes to the worst thing. Like, especially with someone close to me that just texts me, like, can you talk? Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> About what? <laughs> Do you hate me? <laughs> um, ooh, here's... Oh, shit, I answered it. Fuck. Um, go back. But yeah, right, never mind. It doesn't if matter. If I get a text like that, the first thing my brain thinks of is, I'm going to have to help you move something, aren't I? I think even worse, dude. I think, like... I just instantly, like, for no reason, like, my entire relationship with that person is just about over. to end. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, why? I always, 24 hours a day, I think everyone's mad at me. Oh, me too, dude. I read into that a lot. And I don't even necessarily care about being liked by a lot of people. It's just I don't like the confrontation of someone being mad at me. Because it's like, oh, I got to deal with this now. Yeah. Like, especially when I'm not mad, it's like, oh, now I have to get mad because uh, I'm not going to just let you be the mad one. Yeah. I'll get fucking mad too, bub. Um, okay, I'm almost done here. I got two more questions. I enjoy meeting new people. I nope. agree with that. Well, I it depends. I do enjoy, like, meeting new people, though, but. Yeah. Oh, fuck. How many questions is this? I thought it was 50. I'm on 51. This must not be the same one. I have a strong imagination, yes. Do you find it difficult to put your ideas on paper? Uh, easy. And now the thing just changed. Oh, okay, okay. Jacob, you're almost there. Enter your email to find out your results. Well, now you're just going to email me a bunch of oh, dumb shit I don't well, that, want. That wasn't the one I did. I didn't have to put my email in. 
It just straight Jacob, up said is... you're, it's possible you're on the spectrum because you, you're a third positive well, uh, on these questions. It's possible that everyone's on the spectrum. It just told me, Jacob, this is not an official diagnosis. However, you have autistic tendencies slightly above the population. Wow. If you would like to find out how to get an official diagnosis, please, con- please contact us. You may be eligible for our free autism workplace needs assessment. <laughs> Dude, imagine <laughs> applying to a job and handing them your autistic workplace needs assessment. <laughs> Just be like, I need it to be quiet all the time or I will scream. Well, it's a good thing I'm deaf, pretty much deaf in one ear because I don't have to worry about the whole loud noises thing. Yeah, right. It's like, you can't ask me to do anything different from what I do, yeah. or, 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 or I will bite your dick off. <laughs> like, I will lose my fucking shit. Dude, there was, I, I, have you ever seen someone who is on the autism spectrum, like, lose their shit before? Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I, when I was married, I had an autistic nephew. Okay. Yeah, uh, I have two cousins who are autistic, but... Uh, they're, they, they don't ever like freak out or anything. But when I was working at this last job, when I worked with kids, there was this girl who is not diagnosed with anything. And, uh, her sister is autistic though. And the autistic sister is, was fantastic. Like she is the best behaved kid. So sweet. And her sister would just freak the fuck out about literally goddamn anything. Like, and she would, like, run off, like, I, I hate you. I hate this place over, like, her water bottle being empty. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, like, like, talking to her, you have to approach her like you do a horse. Like, I literally, like, had to put my hand out and be like, don't run away. Don't run away. I just want to talk. <laughs> like, it's wow. just a whole nother. Sound like she might have had some emotional problems. I don't know why. Like I know her mom. Her mom's great. <laughs> like, what are your? What do you have emotional problems about? Man? Yeah, but you never know. The mom might be behind do- closed doors as like a complete jerk. You never know. I don't know about that. I can I can usually tell that about people, but I don't know, man. It's just it's what like that's how. Like, imagine doing that at a place of work. <laughs> or like someone's like, "Hey, you got my order wrong." They're like, "I fucking hate you." <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's you under your breath. Like, yeah, like you at least have the wherewithal to be like, "I fucking hate you." Not, "I fucking hate this place." Oh, I, I've had some blow ups in my life at some of my jobs. Trust me. Oh, I have too, dude. I remember my my last job. When I first worked there, one of the janitors yelled at me, and I threw a dustpan. <laughs> like, like I had regular freakouts, and I like, I like, smashed it like a Who guitar. Really, like the Who? Sm- <laughs> yeah, I was fucking smashing the dustpan on the ground. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Well, worried about know. the thirty-minute mark. Do we want to keep going for just one, uh, one full episode, or do we want to end this one, make it a the episode for the week, and then we'll record a bank episode? Let's uh let's end it here. Uh, refresh a little bit, and then we'll come back and and do a new episode, All some right. new stuff to talk about. Sounds good.
All right. Well, that's going to end the episode. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to email us, email us at openmikerspodcast@gmail.com. We are at openmikers on Twitter and Instagram and pretty much everywhere else. Just openmikers. Check us out. And OM Podcast at patreon.com slash ompodcast keeps us going here at the show. And we will see you guys next week. The dustpan didn't even break. I felt like a bitch. <laughs>